Before we start the episode this week, and we're going to get right into the expert analysis bracket, I wanted to go ahead and shout out my friend Kevin Rogue. He came on the pod this week, and he made sure he told us everything he knew about the current WWE product. And that's the reason I brought him on, because as you know, the streets are talking, and he's a WWE expert. If you're not already subscribed to all his stuff, make sure you subscribe to Tots Pod, Year of Pod, and Gorilla Brain Podcast. This week on Tots Pod, the boys talk a little Coliseum collection and review the Jack's BCA Buried Alive 4-pack. There is a lot going on in this episode, and you know that they're going to tell somebody to get off their lawn. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you go leave a review. Again, Gorilla Brain Podcast, Tots Pod, Year of Pod, and it can't hurt to leave one at Jaded Wrestling as well. One more thing before we start the episode. I wanted to shout out my jobber of the week, and this week it's Ben Deho from Ring of Honor. Yep, that's right. Ben Deho. Enjoy the episode. All right, I'm going to let you in early today. I um I know you listened to last week's episode and Ted had some things to say, so I'm going to let you answer to those first and then we'll get into this bracket because you are the WWE man. I know I don't know if you know this, but the word around town is you're the WWE guy. If it's anything to do with WWE, we come to you. I've I've heard that before. I've heard that before, and I did uh, I did talk to motherfucker Ted. <laughs> we exchanged some text messages, and uh, I believe I told uh, motherfucker Ted to check his watch because when he notices that the uh, the hands aren't moving, it's not because he's got a cheap watch; it's because his time is up. <laughs> Check that Timex, motherfucker, Ted. I would Check say that, that you guys, you guys are like Gandalf the wife, White and Gandalf the Gray. You guys are just so powerful on different sides of the spectrum, just shooting out energy blasts at each other in the middle. It's pretty epic, bro. To be honest, to be in Frodo in the middle. We were we were promoing against each other via text. <laughs> you guys, you say, man. I believe I got the best of them. I think you guys are the exact same person, to be honest. Like you're very very similar. It's kind of weird. I talk to you both a lot. I talk to him almost every day on the phone, and I get yeah. these like promo-like works that he does every single day. So I'm seeing it from both sides of the pond. You guys are similar. This would be an excellent sword fight if Highlander was real. Oh, okay. You're talking actual swords, not not <laughs> pants yeah, swords. I'd watch gotcha. it. There can say, be I'm only one. I'm undefeated in pants sword fights. <laughs> so well, being the being the WWE guy. Yeah. I want to talk to you about one WWE thing before we do the bracket, and that is LA Knight versus Stone Cold, yes or no? Or yeah, or hell yeah, or hell no. No, no. Why? Not for me. Why? Not for me. I like LA Knight a lot. Uh, I think that he's got charisma in buckets, man. And his in-ring work is, is, is pretty damn crisp as well. I don't need, I don't need to see him essentially go on a big stage and lose again because i think at a certain point and wrestling it's very important to remember like it's not about it's not about going over it's about getting over and you can still accomplish great things uh, taking you know taking the pin doing the favors but in on the big stages if he you know he does the he does the favors for bray and then he comes back and he does the favors for steve at, at mania i just i don't think that's going to that's not going to help him get over let me so, paint you a scenario. What if Steve it. is so enamored by L.A. Knight? Like he mm -hmm. saw this guy and he's like, holy crap, man. Look at the way that guy works a microphone. The Caden's kind of like somebody we I used to know and used to battle a lot. 
What if he sees him and he's like, I should really put that guy over. You know, I feel like I went out there last year. I got one more in me. This is the goofiest shit because Will said this last year and I said, dude, you're an asshole. He's not coming back again. This is the last match. It's not going to happen. And he's like, next year, next year, bet book it. And I was like, dude, fuck. He's right. I hate it when he's right, dude. I hate it. But I want more Stone Cold. I'm not upset. I'm just going to let my pleasures come out. I wouldn't, I don't mind. I don't mind seeing Stone Cold. I, I mean, basically ever. Right. Ever. I enjoyed I enjoyed the match that he had with Kevin Owens. I just don't know that I don't know that I need that again. And I know yeah. like LA LA is kind of his, you know, second hometown if, if there is such a thing. But I just don't it was just too perfect being in in uh in Texas, you know, with with, with that crowd, with his opponent. Uh it was it was that's a good spot to, to put a pin in it. He also doesn't want to become KSC either. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't I want to become Kiss, and that's not a knock at Kiss. Like they're a great rock band, and they've done their thing for a really long time. But you can't have thirty farewell tours. You can have one farewell tour, and then after yeah. that, they're not farewell tours anymore. They're just tours. I saw Kiss on their farewell tour in two thousand. How many have they had since then? I would say exactly. more than ten. <laughs> they're still going. They're still going. My so guys, twenty hey, man, plus. A check's later. a check. It's always going to be a check. Just ask Jeff Jarrett, man. As long as it clears, I'll be there. Okay, let's get into this. So I'm going to explain a little bit for people that haven't listened to the last couple of weeks. Um, essentially, what this is, is I'm going to give you two wrestlers, and you're going to choose between the two. But you're going to choose from the past, their entire back catalog career, and what they're going to do in the future. Okay. So it's everything in the past and everything in the future. So it's so the entire body, body of work plus potential. Right, right, exactly. Takesha. So I, I, a good example is like Takesha. With Takesha, he's got a great future ahead of him. So you that's somebody that we we chose early on to go on. Um, but here we go. First round. I try to go a little bit difficult on the first one, but Seth versus Kevin. Kevin Owens. I think, boy, Seth versus Kevin. That is a fucking phenomenal first one. Uh, I'm more apt to go Seth. Yeah. Why? Seth. Why though? So, I think total body of work. It's it's hard to compare. Most people are. I mean, if you're talking just WWE, I think Seth's body of work is more impressive mm-hmm. than Kevin's. I think total body of work. You can make the argument that they're neck and neck. Yeah. From a charisma standpoint, I think Seth is just a little bit ahead of Kevin. And I think from an in-ring standpoint, both of them will knock your dick in the dirt, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're phenomenal talent in the ring. But Seth can work, I think, more styles than Kevin Owens can. Now, either one of them can have a match with anybody. But Seth can give you the brawling. He can give you the technical. He can give you the high flying. He can give you, like, every form of wrestling that you would want to watch. Where Kevin can give you just about all of them. Mm-hmm. But there is there is a little bit of a there's a little bit of a gap there. So yeah, I I would I would go Seth. I don't argue with that at all. I think Seth is our best wrestler in WWE, if I had to say so. So that's my opinion. But like, I I put him right there at the top. But I really love Kevin. So the next one is Drew and Sheamus, which there are mirror images again. Yeah, they really are. Uh, I would pro boy Sheamus or Drew. They Sheamus are has had a much- nice little a sneaky little nice career. He well, see, and that is that is one of the things too. I think people overlook the fact that he's you know former world champion. He's been there for as long as he's been. Um, I Back like champion as well, wasn't he? What's that? 
tag champion as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he is extremely accomplished. Uh, I would I would likely go Drew though. However, I think that Drew is a little bit easier to digest from a promo standpoint, and I think that he can come across both as endearing. And and when he wants to be as a heel, abrasive. So those are two, you know what I mean? Like those are two qualities where even Sheamus as a face, he still kind of has an abrasive feel to him. Uh, in ring, I think they're pretty much equals. I think that Drew might have a slight advantage over him stylistically, but I would, I'd be more apt to go Drew. And I think Drew uh, long-term probably has more, he's, he's got more wear on the tires. Yeah, more tread on I the would tires. say, I yeah. would say. Yeah, I don't. Sheamus seems like though he'd be taking a beating every time he goes in that ring. Though for some reason, he just heals really well. He's some like Wolverine or something. You know what I mean? Like he just goes in the yeah. back and he's just back to normal. Weird, yeah. weird stuff. Maybe he's an alien. I mean, wouldn't shock me. Have you seen what some of those old entrances where just the spotlight came down on him? Yep. <laughs> it, it looked like he was ready to be, uh, you know, taken to the leader. Well, I think that uh, spiky red hair he had was also very alien-esque. I could see that on like an 80s alien in a movie. Yeah, absolutely. He And he is, I mean, he has had a sneaky good career. I think that had had Drew stayed uh, through like from the, you know, the, what was it? He was the, was he the, he wasn't the chosen one. What was this old? He, he was the chosen one. Was he the pretty chosen sure. one? Sure okay. I thought it was something else, but yeah, when, you know, way back when. Uh, and then I think if he had stayed, obviously after like the three MB stuff, I think he would have just floundered so, out in the lower. I think that, lower that is like the butter that made him who he is to me. Yes, like yep. going away for a while and going to Impact and like growing. Like he grew a lot at Impact, whether that's yep. like not just a beard standpoint, but a talent standpoint as well. But he changed when he went to Impact and came back. He complete like he completely evolved. Where Sheamus has been pretty much Seamus the entire time. So you don't know if there's any more depth to the character or if he can bring more depth to the character that he plays where drew, we already know that he can. So yeah, I I, I got to go drew. Got to go drew. Would you be interested in a cheese it themed match with Seamus with cheese it dust all over his fingers? Uh, like the firefly Funhouse. Yeah. But it was like the pitch black match, except <laughs> it was sponsored by yeah. cheese. It's, uh, you know, I'm not a Cheez-It fan, so I, I would say no to that. Okay. If I was really big on Cheez-Its, I'd probably be like, hell yes, let's, let's have a Cheez-It match. A Cheez-It match? Yeah. yeah. Sounds a like a, a good promotional tool to make me want to watch. Just put Cheez-Its everywhere. All over yeah. the cameras, the the announce desk, the ring, just Cheez-Its all over the place. Giant right. bins of Cheez-Its. <laughs> I'm all in on the Cheez-It match. Cody and Randy. <laughs> Cody. Why? Randy's Cody, I, had, I think one of the best careers in the history of the WWE. You're absolutely right. But I love Cody Rhodes. Love him. I respect uh, that. You could have said just about anybody there, and I would have said Cody. And I, I, I didn't take my time in, in waiting to respond either. Uh, Randy Orton, unbelievable career. He is in that – he is now in that discussion of – uh, greatest of all time. You know what I mean? Like he's he's in the top ten discussion, hands down. Phenomenal career. Yeah. It's winding. It's winding down. And he's I think a lot future... like to me, he's the Jay Z of wrestling. He somehow uh, finds a way to stay relevant through everything. Like that's what Jay Z yeah. has done so well is 
since 96, he's been able to ebb and flow and find his way to being relevant every single time. And that's what Randy Orton somehow finds a way to do. From the very beginning, right. he's been able to maneuver himself into being relevant. Yeah, but if you uh, – he is – because futures are also part of this. And if you were if you were comparing stocks right now, Cody's is on the rise big time, mm-hmm. and I think Randy is it's it's wearing. Yeah, it's going to be coming to uh coming to a close sooner rather than later. Well, I think he's already kind of trying to figure out what's next. What's the next chapter, right? I mean, he's got whatever he wants to do, he can do in the realm of wrestling. Though, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm sure Conrad's think- got another spot if he wants. Oh, of course he does. But if you look at total body of work, too, I mean, Randy's entire body of work is WWE. Yeah. Cody's is clearly not. And he right. was able to do, to do things that are incredible outside of WWE. So it's just entire body of work. I mean, obviously, Randy has the he has the accomplishments. He has the you know, he's got the trophy case big time. But what Cody did to leave establish himself so much more and come back so much grander like that, that speaks volumes to who Cody is as well. So yeah, I, I, I'm a big Cody guy. I respect that. Um, from someone that's not a huge Cody guy, I'm glad he's having his moment. Good for Cody. Cause he definitely deserves it. Like it's never been from a place of like, I hope you don't succeed. It's always from a place. Like I just never really understand it. But for this time, like this feels like this is the pr- most perfect fit he could ever be in. Absolutely. So you can you can uh, not respect it, but you learn to love it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that I necessarily like it, but at the same time, I haven't been upset the last three weeks I've seen him on TV. So no. maybe my heart's changing. That's good. That's good. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so now we got Edge and we got Ray. Raymond. Oh, what a great matchup. Really well good played. careers, both of them. There's not much in the yeah. futures department unless you no. listen to Ted. And he's got some breaking news about Edge going to AEW that he'd love to tell you about. <laughs> Does he's got he's got the inside scoop there? Yeah. Well, guess what, motherfucker, Ted, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think, full body of work. I think it has to be Ray. Quite honestly, really? Uh, yes, yes. I am very um, interested to understand why. So nothing against Edge. I think Edge is a phenomenal talent. I think that his Edge's mic skills blow Ray's out of the water. Just, I mean, and it's it's mm-hmm. not even close. Uh, and you could look at, like, Edge, obviously, accomplished tag team, accomplished single, right? Hall of Famer, unbelievable career, great, great on the mic. I might be talking myself out of Ray. Hold on. I'm still, I'm still, <laughs> I don't want to completely talk myself out of Ray because in, in my mind, you look at what Ray did starting when he started at, a, at such a young age, going through ECW, going through WCW and then going to WWE and reaching, you know, he was world champion. Like it was, he had a very important and impactful run when he was, when he made it all the way to becoming world champion and now coming back and still having unbelievable matches, uh, still involving himself in some pretty decent storylines. I really like what he's done. I think the only thing that, really would knock on on edge is on his uh, the unfortunate time away that he had because he did have a you know that was that was unfortunate for him and you can't if you're looking at total body of work you can't you can't not look at the fact that he wasn't there for as long as he was so to me it's the complete opposite i feel like the return of edge and the run since the return have been mm-hmm. some of the greatest things he's done 
And that's the reason why I kind of lean in a little bit Edge's direction because I kind of feel like Ray is at a point where it's like, until Dom has gotten so much better in the last month, but until that had happened, I had kind of like, ah, here we go again. You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing against Ray, but it's like I'd seen so much of this already that I'd gotten to a point where it was like, do I want to do this again? Do I need right. to do this again? Right. And are you looking at, because I mean, you're looking at it strictly from with Edge, almost strictly a WWE standpoint. Right. He's almost, you know uh, I, mean? I mean, Damon Stryker, but that doesn't really count, right? Right. So oh, you're looking I mean, at, at Ray, I mean, completely all together. Well, so here's here's my thing. So Roman uh, and Edge and Brian, that match, one of my favorite matches of that year. And then okay. people hate that Randy Orton Edge match that took place through the whole Performance Center, but I love it. I think it's a okay. brilliant use of an hour. Like you take gotcha. them through a tour of what the the actual place is like. Like I was talking to this guy that's been there. He's like a, works for Vita Coco or something, and they took him on a tour of the place. And he's nice. like telling me all the floors. He's like the fourth floor is like a, a fitness center, and the fifth floor has a ring in it where people practice, and the sixth floor has a weight room, and it's like. I started thinking about it. I was like, that's legitimately how the match was. Like they took you from one floor to the next through this whole match. And like, people were like, Oh, it was long and boring, but it's like, this is a documentary. Like we've never seen this much of the backstage of WWE before. This and is that's sick. And I think everything he's done has always been like, not the best work he's done, but like, it's still compelling work. Yeah. And that is the, that is the match that they queued up as the greatest wrestling match of all time. Of all time. Before, yeah. Before it happened. And that's the fucking, like, that was the issue there. I mean, that's Dixie Carter having a huge announcement every week. Or, to, I mean, now it's Tony Khan having a huge announcement. Like, you know, you, you play it up too much. And no matter what, people are going to shit on it. Yeah. It's just, that's, it's, that's just the way it is. People, you make a big, big fucking, like, woo-hoo-hoo, look at this. This is the greatest thing ever. And then you have it, and you're like, well, fuck, I'm I'm drinking. What, what were you drinking there, Dr. Dr. Shock? Dr. Check. Yeah, you're like, man, I'm drinking Dr. Check. I, th I thought I was having a Dr. Pep here. So it it's just not going to matter. And I think that's where they fell short with yeah. that with that match itself. That's uh, fair. That's an interesting way to look at it, too, because I think um, I think a lot of people would have taken edge there. It's interesting. But here's what my thing with Ray is he's he's an influencer. He has mm -hmm. influenced the style of wrestling and you can't give that to edge. So that's why I think it's a fair a fair choice, too, because Ray is part of what the new generation of wrestling is like he's in the fabric of new wrestling and there's there's also something to be said for the fact that he's pretty much the only uh luchador to have that amount of success in wwe he is a he is a true you know mexican luchador and he's the only one out of all of i mean you could you know obviously people are gonna say hey what, what about eddie all that kind of stuff eddie was different than ray Ray is the, he's the he's the biggest little man of all time. He's the greatest little man of all time. Uh, but he's also with the mask. You know what I mean? Which not a lot of people get a lot of pull with masks in, in WWE. Agreed. So uh, there's there's something to be said for that as well. Go Ray. Go Ray. All right. The next one's uh, Convict Dom versus Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Why? Because Convict yeah. Dom's gotten a lot better, man. Give him some credit. The dude's getting Here. some work done. Best heel, one of the best heels in the business right now in that company. Top three heel. So couple, a couple reasons, I guess. Uh, one, he has gotten a lot better, and he continues to get better, and I'm excited to see that because when he first started, he was not good. Future. He just, he just wasn't right. So he's, he's, he's. I think he's got a bright future. Uh, 
Mike skills, he's he's just not believable yet. So he's I just, was saying that until like mm, this week or last week. That Rey Mysterio thing with him, he's he's getting better. He's getting well, better, and I'm believing him. Before I wasn't believing him. That was the whole reason I hated him is because I I could sense deceit in his eyes. Defeat right. is in the air, and I ain't talking about smelly toes. You know what I mean? Like I could smell I, it. I could smell it a mile away. When you don't believe in yourself, I know you don't believe in yourself. He believes in right. himself now. I think I think that he's he is getting there as far as believability in his promos. He's certainly not there yet. Uh, ring ring work has has it's not good. improved. It, it's improved so much from it where has, he though, was, but it's still still so not where much. we want it to be. Agreed. But no, again, no. my thing is futures, so that's what I was going no. with that. Austin Theory though futures as well so it depends on which way you want to go with this because i don't know how they book this john cena thing but if they book it the right way we might see a star born so i think we already see he's already he's 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 the future the guy is incredibly talented yeah um i don't necessarily like the character but i can appreciate what he is i do what he is. i kind of do i like a chicken shit heel he is uh he is i mean look at the accomplishments already he has right yeah. he's already got accomplishments uh i think that promo work is solid like he's got he's he's a good promo he's not he's not an mjf type level promo he's not yeah. a seth rollins level promo but he's a good promo and you got to remember he's still such a young damn kid and dom dom is too like dom think, is too i think austin theory cut one of his best on monday night on montez ford that shit was good have you seen it yeah. Yeah, that was one yeah. of the best things I had seen him do yet. Like he cut a real promo that wasn't in a ring, face to face with someone, and chopped him up. Go he's, Austin. He's, he's uh, yeah, he's. I, th- I think he's he's the future. No, that's not to say that Dom Dom's not going to be there in the future. But I just think that I think that theory has the has a much brighter future and more accolades to this point. Yeah. Okay, that's a fair assessment. All right, so this one is where we're getting to a place where I'm moving around and shifting gears. Johnny Gargano versus Solo Sokoa. Very Solo different. Sokoa. Why? Solo Sokoa. Uh, Johnny Wrestling don't get no love in this house? Not in this one, man. There, I When he came back, it was so flat. So flat. I think that he is very much a NXT guy. Yeah, I think that he fits in NXT. I don't think that he necessarily fits on the bigger stage. Uh, he is a very talented wrestler, right? Very talented. His promo work is pretty good. Uh, but I had such a bad taste in my mouth when he returned, and they didn't—they didn't. The crowd didn't react the way that I think that WWE thought they were going to. Yeah, and I think that's why we see him back in in NXT now. Um, I mean, I, I don't dislike the guy, but at the same time, when you have a guy that size, you wish that they still had a cruiserweight championship on the main roster because he would be a great cruiserweight champion, open, solid wrestling match type guy. But where do you go with him? Like, He's a five you, in talking and an eight in a ring. Do you, it's a hard yeah, thing you, to deal with when you, when you want him to be talking every night. He's a five, yeah. though. He can't be. He yeah. has to be in NXT because he's a five in talking. And he's an eight in a ring. He's great in the ring. That's why people compare him to Shawn Michaels. I hear it a bunch. He's great in the ring. Yeah. But, give him a give him a give him a tag team partner, hide some of the deficiencies. I mean, I guess give him Dexter yeah. Loomis. <laughs> I have nothing yeah. else to do with the man. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh solo though. Solo is I hope he gets a nice long 
Star, a nice long run. Nice long career. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, Kingston and Montez. This is futures. Uh, you better pick the right person. Kingston. Why? No, 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 no. You said Kingston and Montez. Kingston, uh, Kofi Kingston. Oh, gotcha. Kofi, gotcha. In my head, I was like, you talking to Eddie? Like, what? Are you get to mixed no, up? No, not Eddie. No, I don't know why. I didn't make that connection you, at all. Are you talking about Cheeseburger Eddie right now? I should have put, um, put in there Kofi. I don't want to get beat up by that man. Be careful, Kevin. Apparently, he makes house calls. I'm trying yeah, to die. Have that man show up at my house. Yeah, you can give Cheeseburger Eddie my address. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that I would definitely go Montez. Great. There we go. I love, I love Kofi Kingston. I think Kofi Kingston is exactly what he needs to be. And he has been that his entire career in WWE. Uh, he has, he's given everybody moments that are memorable. He's had an, just an outstanding career uh, trajectory though. I think that Montez can, can go places uh, and stay places longer than Kofi than Kofi did. I think Montez is, is 100% a star. He's a, he's due too. He's absolutely due. You can see it every time he steps in the ring, he's due for a spot. He deserves yeah. a spot and he hasn't gotten I mean, it yet. And he's due. Both of their ring work is pretty good. Uh, Kofi, when the new day hit is when he kind of, kind of found his promo. Uh, but I think Montez has always had the promo. He's you know uh, I mean? like Kofi is, always- is special because he is very, very good at everything. Like he's very sound at everything he does. And also he's very likable. It's hard to yeah. dislike him because he's yep. so much fun. Every time he's around, you smile and you want to be, you want to have fun. And that's perfect for that level of WWE. Like he, he connects to fans probably better than most anybody in the business, I would say. Right. Right. But if you go, like, if you hit the rewind button and go pre new day, Kofi, um, it is, he just never quite found it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the new day really opened up uh, a lot in him and in his character. And I think that that's where he finally got fully comfortable. Right. Um, but with Montez, it just seems like he showed up comfortable. You know what I mean? Like where, where, where Kofi showed up and he was wearing, you know, a suit and he was not comfortable. You know what I mean? Where the people that don't wear suits put one on, they're like, ah, I can't even sit in this. No, let him, and, let him and, shed that man. He's, he's, he's here, man. I'm taking his, I got his futures though, too. I could see another championship run for Kofi as well. I, I, in there somewhere. I, I think it'd be tough to get it back up there, but like Montez showed up and it was like, he was wearing sweats, but he was in a suit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's just comfortable as hell, ready to roll. Just has the mic skills, has the ring work, has the future. I mean, if, if you're going to go based solely off of, what has already been accomplished, Kofi's good. Kofi's a Hall of Famer. Mm. But I think long-term, I think that Montez can get get places and stay places longer. Team Montez for life, brother. Team Montez oh. for life. I've been thinking about buying one of them uh, football jerseys they wear. I think they're sick. boy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the shorts. What do you think? Last one for this round. Uh, Miz and uh, Brayman. Bray Wyatt. Sorry. I, I was going to say Bray. Brayman, who the fuck is Brayman? Everybody loves Brayman. That is uh, super tough, super tough. Because you know me, I'm a Miz guy. Uh, I'm also a Bray guy. I uh, I have my own opinions here as well. I think, boy, so there's a, it's a, it's hard for a couple reasons, I guess. One is you don't know if Bray is going to just decide that he doesn't want to do it anymore at any given time. And that part of it's tough for me. 
and you know Miz is Miz is Cal Ripken, man. <laughs> Miz is going to be there, yep. like no matter what. Like he's he is there. He will be entertaining. He will hit his spots. You you need him to wrestle. He'll wrestle. You need him to host. He'll host. You need him to talk. He'll talk. Uh, you need him to go do TV in the morning. He'll do TV in the morning. Do radio yeah. in the afternoon. Be at the arena at night and and still like just lights out. Uh, Miz, I think, is underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Bray is like on the other spectrum of things where it's like he has crazy creative. Like he's guys good in the ring. Fantastic promo. There's a lot of Aaron Rodgers in him too. There's just there's just a lot to there's a lot to each of them. Boy, this is tough. I think because Miz at any time could be world champion again. Right. At any time, and Bray doesn't. Bray's the character that doesn't need a belt, right? Bray's the character that you're going to be invested in just because he's Bray, right? Yeah. Um, also, I don't think championships uh, mean longevity or mean futures at all. Like, I know that everybody holds accolades for championships, but like, oh, yeah, yeah. if your character is special, then your character is special. And I think Bray right. has proven that people really love him. As much as I kind of feel like I want instant gratification all the time and I want things to speed up, people really love him. So who am I to yeah. say, uh, you know, what kind of things they like? Yeah, and you look back at, you know, Husky Harris and into the the, He's the and and he has he has grown leaps and, and bounds and that some of the stuff they did with the Wyatt family was is, is just some of the funnest stuff like I could, recent memory. I have a hard time. I just have a hard time picking against Miss because of because of his versatility. You also love a guy that loves the business. Yeah, that's what yeah. I like the most about the Miz. I don't even like him that much, but I love a guy that loves the business, so I'll always support him. When the Miz yeah. comes out, I'll never be like, man, I hope the Miz loses. I'll never hope the Miz loses. He's going to lose, but I don't hope he does. I mean, name another guy that, like, has gone through the adversity just within the business, like, in WWE, and has yeah. still come out on the other side, like, smiling and ready to rock and roll. Mick Foley. Uh, That's the only other person I can think of off top. Someone yeah, who has just been screwed over and screwed over and screwed over and screwed over and never given a chance and never given a chance. And then you give them that chance and it's like, Hey, and then they take it away. It's, it's the, it's the Miz. It's the formula. They're the right. people that you, that, that you work the hardest at your job that they give all the extra work to, cause they know they can handle it. Right. And Miz can do that. They're those yeah, guys. I, and Bray's given us some of the most, the most compelling like TV in recent memory with the whole setup with the, with the rabbit and all that shit. Yeah, uh, sure. I just, I think I'd. I'm still. Uh, I'm still apt to go miss just because. Missy. He's accomplished, and I do think like, at any like I say, at any time he could they could put the strap back on him. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm at, down. at any time, and I think he's at the point now where, I mean, he is kind of, he's kind of a legend already. You know what I mean? Where he just anything they need, he's there and he's gold. And he's also like a double Hall of Famer at this point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So he's running laps on Hall of Famers because, and I mean, I know people hate that. They're like, why are you doing that? But he's a definite like first ballot Hall of Famer immediately. Yeah. 100%. As soon as he can get in, put the man in right now. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, all right. You have set your team for the first round. Um, we will figure out where we're going to go after this. Maybe you and uh, Teddy can get together. Your team is uh, Drew and Seth and Cody and Ray and Austin and Solo and Montez and Mizano. So um, they're going to go into the next round. I think uh, we're going to figure out a way to put everybody together and figure out how we finish this eventually, hopefully before the end of the month. So if you got more time in a couple of weeks, we'll figure something out 
If you don't, yeah. I'll find you. Yeah, man. No, just you just you just let me know. Anything for you, Taylor. Oh, you're such a nice guy. I appreciate you. Right. Okay. One more time before you go out. Tell them where you're gonna find you because I'm gonna tell them again in a minute because I just listened to that episode. So you tell So me. you you can find me. You just search up uh Gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast. I am uh doing the year of Duke and Rogue with my, my good friend Duke Bags. I'm doing the uh Tots Pod that uh is on Twitter. It's uh at GBW Pods. It, uh, Tots Pod on Twitter. And then also at Year of Pod on on Twitter. There's a Facebook group for the Gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast. I think there's an Instagram as well. Uh, you can also catch me live every Monday night on the Shining Wizards Podcast. That's yeah. live on, on Congrats Twitch. Congrats on that, by the way, big boy. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's live on the Twitch, the Facebook, the YouTube, the, I don't know, whatever other streaming service there is. But yeah, live every Monday night starting at 5.50 Central Time. Well, thanks again, Kevin. I really, really appreciate it. And like I said, in a week or so, I'd love to have you on again and we can finish this baby out and then we'll send you a T-shirt if you win. I think you probably already have a T-shirt, but you're going to get another one anyway. Yeah, I, I might have, I, I might know something about that T-shirt. You hear me, <laughs> motherfucker, Ted? <laughs> thanks again, my man. Hey, man, thank you, brother. <laughs>